Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another Spotify-only version of the Chicago Tony V Show. I'm Chicago Tony V. And uh, right now, as you listen to this, I if, if my planning goes to plan, I should be in the country of Mexico. And it just occurred to me, and I said on a recent live stream, you know, it's kind of a dicey time to be uh, leaving somewhere. I, in all honesty, I feel just a little nervous. And it seems like we live at a time when you can wake up one day and who knows, either we could be in some sort of lockdown, some sort of lockout. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm not locked down in Mexico, but maybe uh, they decide, well, you can't come back into the good old U.S. of A. for some reason. Who the hell knows? Or we could have like some sort of war situation come up. Wouldn't that be interesting? And I guess, you know, part of me says, well, you can't stop living your life, right? You can't, you can't live in fear, even though I do live in fear, but you can't let it really stop you. Now, you can, uh, for me, being fearful of what's going on has has changed me, I think. It's changed some of my daily behaviors. I own way more tuna than I ever thought I would own in my life, for example. But anyway, I'm, I'm proud of myself for, uh, you know, embarking on this adventure. But I do have this thought in the back of my mind. What if it gets dicey? So as I record this right now, I have not left U.S. soil. So I really do need to work through my plan. You know, what are my contingencies? I got to make sure my plastic works down there. I'm going to bring enough cash. I got to bring enough tidy whities Well, I guess I have a, I have a washing, a washing machine and dryer down there in an Airbnb. <clears throat> Who knows? It's going to be interesting. But we do live in uh, weird times. You know, this this Japanese uh, former prime minister was just blown away uh, today, yesterday. I don't know. Is it tomorrow in Japan? I don't know. Anyway, the guy was giving a speech and bada bing. Someone apparently shot him with a homemade shotgun. Can you believe that shit? That's amazing. And it kind of reminds me of actually WW1. I was it Franz Ferdinand who was shot, and that kicked off World War One. So part of me says, "Well, what are we looking at here? Does this kick off World War Three? I like to think that if something super goofy happens. It would take a little bit of time for the dominoes to fall. I mean, don't they have to... You gotta move, take a little bit of time to move your troops around and uh, clean your, you know, your howitzers and whatever and get into place before the real bullets fly. So hopefully I'll have enough time to, you know, get back and lick my wounds. The thought occurred to me, it would almost be some sort of just hilarious, it would be hilarious to have to hire one of those, what do they call them, coyotes or something, to sneak people across the border. Wouldn't it be interesting if I had to sneak back into my own country? 
I'm getting way way ahead of myself here. I know I'm just I'm just overthinking everything. But I kind of get this way before vacations anyway. It's so weird. I, I there some somehow in my mind I think well, you know the world can't can't do without me. Or you know my day to day life. What's going to happen? Everything's going to crumble. Even though in any given day. I really don't do anything. I fart around. That's pretty much, that's where I'm at in life. But uh, the pepperonis on the uh, show this morning were very, very helpful. And I will say, though, in totality, because uh, I've, I've had a lot of people in person and on the show and through texts and through emails, I'm getting all sorts of advice. And what's so interesting is it's conflicting, you know. Um, I had one person tell me, do not eat any Mexican food at all. Like, just buy prepackaged food. <laughs> no way. I'm going for it with the food. I'm going to learn what a Mexican taco is, what all the hullabaloo is about. And you know what? I'm making a prediction, actually. I hope I'm wrong. I have this feeling it's not going to be that great to me. But maybe I'll be wrong. I don't know. I think my body is so used to processed frankenfood that it might be a shock to my system. Maybe that's what all this Montezuma's revenge is. Americans' digestive systems are just natural food just seems foreign and the body rejects it. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Anyway, let me, uh, I've been trying to chip away at my mailbag because I'm already, um, I'm already behind. So first of all, let me hit the cough button. That was a good one. And I'm going to chip away a little bit so that when I get back, I'm j- I just don't feel overwhelmed. Um, so if you're listening, and, and by the way, if you want to send a message into the show, feel free. The email address is Chicago Tony V, like vacation, at gmail.com. And uh, follow me on Twitter, I guess. I don't know. At Chicago Tony. If you're enjoying this, I'd love to hear from you. Okay, so here we go with a letter. Let's see what we got. Hey, Tony, have you ever considered the possibility that there were ancient civilizations with as good or even better technology than we have today? Isn't it at least possible that humans have thrived and then crashed before? You should look up ancient computers on the Internet. Anthropologists have seriously found some very interesting ancient machines. Food for thought. This is from Did. Did. (laughs) What kind of a name is that? D-I-D. That's got to be a typo. Did he fat finger or she? Is that even a... What is the sex of this person? All right, let's go with it. Did from Tampa, Florida. Um, yeah, right. It's super, it's super interesting to think about. I remember, uh, well, there's that ancient aliens guy, the guy with the goofy hair. There's that guy. I find him to be, he strikes me as kind of like a huckster. 
He's hitting the tanning bed way too often. He's got the weird hair. And his stuff is very fun to think about. It's They make a very compelling argument, you know, like they had airplanes way back in the, you know, whatever. Some, some, sometime long ago. I remember seeing something about even old computers, like in Iran or something like that. I remember an article or two. And, but then when you look at pictures, it's like, it was like a bunch of gears. Gears like, uh, it's like, how do you call that a computer? That's kind of weird. You know, I want to see like a floppy drive or something. So I kind of think partially in one way, this is kind of a stretch, you know. I don't know that as I sit today that I see evidence of some amazing technology. Even they'll talk about things like the pyramids, for example. And they'll say, well, this couldn't possibly have been done except for they uh, they had some crazy technology. But then I've seen explanations of, well, here's how they would have done the pyramids. It seemed very reasonable, and here's how you just do it with manpower and freaking, you know, rope. So I tend to favor those explanations rather than there's some lost technology that they used to have. Okay, however, I will say... I think in reality, like in recent history, we've had technology that is or good, as good as, or who knows, maybe even could we say better? This is what people don't realize, and I find this fascinating. Like um, if you take automobiles, for example, um, a lot of people don't realize that we had electric cars from almost the very beginning, and actually pretty good electric cars. Like, uh, there's an episode of Jay Leno's Garage, for example, where he shows off one of his early, it was like a 1915 all-electric car, and the sucker had really pretty good range, good speed. I mean, not bad at all. I find that interesting. And even, I saw a picture recently, like even electric scooters and stuff that from the early 1900s, that really look in some ways almost identical to what we have today. We know they were better built back then than they are today. We have this throwaway culture. But then I also think of things like uh, Nikola, Nikola Tesla's, um, he, he had a car, and I, this has apparently been verified now. He had an electric car that was charged through the atmosphere. It was self-charging. I remember uh, years ago, I was, I was reading about it, and the guy, it had this little antenna on the front of it, and this would suck electricity out of the atmosphere, And it was a perpetually charged electric car. Well, shit. That's like amazing, right? And I've recently, I'm trying to remember particulars. I hate this song. I got a deep six it. Let's go to something else. When will I ever remember to remove that song from my playlist? Anyway, Tesla, I I recently, I I read something where this was just once again verified Apparently, it's now just, I don't know, like 
I won't say common knowledge because most people have never heard of this, but I think it's, I would say it's fully admitted to <clears throat> that this actually, he had this worked out. This actually existed. A, an electric car that just pulled electricity from the atmosphere and never, and always had a charge. I mean, free energy. Hello. There's also Stanley Meyer. Is it Stan Meyer or Myers? I think it's Meyer. Here was a guy that uh, invented a water-powered vehicle. The guy went did a, a cross-country uh, trip. He converted a dune buggy to um, be fueled by water. And this sucker, he went like across the country on like six gallons of water. He was even on the news and everything. This is in the 80s, I think he did this. And then lo and behold, well, first of all, the guy ended up dead. But then, oh, we never, it just never, nothing ever came of that technology. So, I mean, so my answer to Did's question, Did from Tampa, Florida, is I, I think it's more interesting. I, who knows long ago if we had technology, but I, I can almost tell you for darn sure that there are technologies uh, of recent years that are awesome that if just they've just been suppressed or forgotten or and I think probably for nefarious control reasons right is it all that hard to wonder why they wouldn't want self-charging electric cars driving around or water-powered electric cars I can you imagine if your fuel your fuel fell out of the sky <laughs> They'd never, they'd never allow that. You know, I talked on the show uh, not too long ago. I actually met a person uh, who owns a company, water-powered vehicles. And this really exists. He's got a contract, I think he said, with Carmel, Indiana, the city of Carmel, Indiana. They have some public uh, machinery that runs on, uh, it, they're water-powered, just like this Stan Myers guy did. I, I talked with him for like an hour and a half, told me all about it. He said it works great. And <laughs> the only piece is he couldn't figure out why it wasn't wider, more widely accepted. <clears throat> he had pitched this to the government. Uh, they turned him down. He went to all the car manufacturers. They had no interest whatsoever in talking to him. He finally talked some some little municipality in Indiana to doing it, and it actually works. It actually exists. I ought to track this guy down. Surely I can figure out who he is. But you know, he. I just remember distinctly remember how long ago was this? This would have been. I'll say let's say about five years ago. I talked to this guy. He was just so confused. He couldn't understand why he wasn't a trillionaire. <laughs> so you just needed a little more background and I actually I asked him do you know the Stan Myers story he had never heard of him it's like are you freaking kidding me anyway I wonder if he ever looked him up after that so anyway thank you for your letter did from Tampa Florida that was uh that got me on a little rant very interesting all right 
I got to pack for my vacation. And uh, as you're listening to this, hopefully I'm still alive in Mexico and I still have both of my kidneys. Anyway, I'll see you on a live stream one of these days pretty soon. Again, follow me on uh, Twitter at Chicago Tony. Send in a letter to the show, ChicagoTonyV at gmail.com. Love you lots. Don't take any shit from anybody. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.